0: Hello, everyone. Happy Sunday. It's LeVac and Gaz. Uh, if I style nasally, that's because this is what my hangover voice sounds like. Uh, <laughs> I'm not even sure why I'm here or where I am at this point. Um, so it's it, this is all about you guys. What do you want to do? I'm, I'm
1: along for the ride. I texted you at 830 this morning. I said, you know, there's a chance this is our final remote, non-next-to-each-other show for a long time. And it's because of some of the events that have occurred over the last 24 hours, which we will get to, I'm sure, very, very soon. But I'm glad you've made the effort to be here. I appreciate it. I was, if I had to wager at Rivers Casino whether or not today's Sunday show was going to happen, I would have bet no. No was the favorite going into today's Sunday football show.
0: That's a, that's a, that would have been a a strong lead. Um, no, I, I, um, I was ready. I had what I needed to do the show with me. The one thing I didn't have, and here's a free plug for our good friend, Dr. Fred Drury in the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa. I didn't have my mouthpiece. So I'm at the bro show all day yesterday, partying it up, sleeping. I, I you know, Mike Corda from Tech East Firewater Restoration got me a room because he's like, I know you, you're working hard, just here, stay. And then, uh, but I didn't have my mouthpiece. So this is why another reason my voice sounds like this is I, I'm sure that the fifth floor. At the Landings Hotel was just a rocking from the snores. I'm sure of it It was. It was. I mean, I'm I'm in rough. My throat hurts. It's bad. So
1: you know, I here. had a different. I had a, the banner on our visual side. We're audibly in here. I think we should talk about it. Let, let's talk about the oh, okay. Rivers because yeah. it was a long day. Let's open with it because you know what? I would say social media wise, with all respect to the sports that were played, we'll talk about the big games in the football world and everything that's happening today in basketball. There was a lot of social media buzz about Rivers Casino last night, from the performances to the Bro Show to Bucky Dent here in the Capital Region. Let's open with. Let's discuss more about this for maybe even people outside of the cap Region. Let's talk about what happened at the Bro Show at Rivers well, yesterday. You
0: mean day one of the Bro Show? Today's day, is day one, two. Yes. Uh Today is the mullet contest, the dad bod contest, <laughs> all those things. I'm uh I'm not positive I will be. I'll be at those things. Um. I just we're getting another warning about Facebook over on my side now. Oh okay. um, yeah, StreamYard and Facebook are fighting. Um yeah, just I. it, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Bucky Bucky fucking dent was there. Um, there was a huge line to see him. I just like waved and was like, hey Bucky, how you doing? Like I knew him, you know, I was like, What's up, Bucky? How you doing, man? Good to see you, Mr. Fucking Dent. how you doing? Isn't um, it nice you
1: can say his name on this side, by the way, too? The real way to say his name. <laughs>
0: Right. Well, it's funny how many people didn't say it yesterday. They're like, "Yeah, Bucky Dent." I'm like, "What's well, his full name?" No, I'm not gonna do it. well it's just, If you don't say his full name, I'm gonna I'm gonna yell at you. Um, no, but he was. It was. It was great. He was. He did a couple different sessions of of photos and autographs and everything. Um, and it was just a party. Like it, it's there was ATVs and everything parked outside. There was uh, there was a, a heated outdoor lounge where you could smoke cigars. And of course, it's Rivers Casino. So you go out, you you know, bet college football, hit the slots. Big Sky Country played last night, both at the Pro Show and over at Van Slicks. It was, it was quite the experience. And luckily, I won a lot of money early, so I'm only really broke, not really, really, really broke, because I went after it after that. Like, I um, <laughs> it was the the guest roster of who I hung out with yesterday. Is it's almost like a this is your life Jeff Levac thing. You know, it was <laughs> Scotty Blaine. It's
1: Scott Bang out at Scotty Blaine's music. This is Scotty the Royal Blaine. Rumble you were at last night, the Capitol Region Royal Rumble.
0: It, it really was like uh you know, uh, PD Pete who used to work with me before you got to uh to the old radio station. Um, you know, just on this amazing uh woman that I've I've known for a long time, beautiful girl, whole nine, and we're talking away and I it it was the weirdest like it, it was a it was a 180 180 so it was like 360 it was a two piece 360 talking away hitting it off feeling good I'm like wow man she's still really cool maybe we'll hang out again sometime then she tells me she found Jesus and I can't help myself I'm like where was he hiding he's so good at this I'm like everybody says they found him but it's just like blurry pictures of Bigfoot so like we're she starts laughing she's not like a she's not like a put it in your face i kind of think she just she's like you know i just found religion a little bit it makes me feel better about the world and everything it's not like a good like 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 armin similar to armin our friend armin who's like religious but at the same time lives a, lives a fun life like the rest of us and doesn't try to you know put those beliefs on me. but it's still like, like the very first found jesus i'm like well this is over she's not gonna want to keep talking to me that's not <laughs> Man, that's not gonna run. be a thing and then i was like oh okay all right so maybe we'll hang um it was crazy. Oh, my I guess my the first time I ever hung out with my daughter's boyfriend's family. Ooh. They were all there for that. Big Sky Country. So that was cool. It was weird. It was just a weird night. It was just one person after another after another who just I hadn't seen in a while or whatever. And they were all there. They were all wandering around.
1: Shout out to Matt same Shout out to Alan yep. Green. Those guys were there too. Some radio people. Did you bump into quitting Cantera at all or no?
0: Yeah, hung out with oh, Quentin yeah. Cantera for a little D Scott. All those guys were over there, but uh Canter always funny. cantera is just like, "What are you doing? When are you coming back on the radio?" But no, I no, no,
1: no, no, no. Do do the impression. Don't don't do the Canter. What, what are you doing? Why aren't you on the radio? That's I miss your show.
0: Your show was the best local sports show. He uh, sounds like March <laughs> from the Simpsons today. I love Canterra. I do He's too. a mad man. And Quinn was great. Quinn was there. He
1: was walking around. Just- Did he know where he was? Did Quinn know where he was? He's getting more and more like Wolf every day where you have to probably guide <laughs> him slowly through a building. This is where we are, Quinn. It was, oh, it was a great moment where, like,
0: and Canterra looked like he was on safari. Like he had his, his like, safari hat on and he had a scarf. <laughs> And they, have, they both have these mustaches that I don't think they're allowed in your schools until they shave them for Movember. <laughs> and uh, like, Cantera went to do something. I think he went to gamble. And Quinn was gone. So I was like, all right. So I went back over to the Empire elevation table, elevation 10K. And, you know, you can get Empire gear at the bro show today. And also, Quinn's there just out of nowhere. He's like, just pops up. You know where Cantera is? I'm like, no, I go, I think he's gambling. He Goes okay, and then he's gone. Poof! It was just like, like yeah, you know, kind of like he said. Like if it didn't, it, he he gave off the vibe of being lost, and it was funny. It was it was, and like Dave McClatt, who's the the head honcho over NK, is like, that was Quinn. Like I, I haven't seen Quinn in a hundred years. That was Quinn. I'm like, yeah. He goes, he didn't even say hi. I go, I don't think he knows where he is. So
1: <laughs> don't take it personally. right? Answer. I think
0: he's just he's he's been told. He's like that little kid that, you know, when you see him at the music park and the mom has that kid leash on him and they get and they break the chain and they're loose and they don't. And then after they wear off that first, like, rush of energy, they don't know what to do with themselves. That's I think that's Quinn. Like, he's just like, (laughs) I was told to stay with Cantera. I don't know what to do. Where Um, am I? Wow. Those guys are awesome, man. They're good people. Uh, I'm
1: glad. I'm glad that shows although that's a a huge effort to put on back-to-back days of the bro show. Good for them. Put that effort in. One other thing you mentioned, Elevation 10K. There, there's gear available for the Alm Empire. Yep. That is not just available at the Bro show today. That's online as well. Isn't an exclusive? How do you get the gear if someone can't make the bro show? But
0: the the only place you can buy in person right now is over at the bro show. A bunch of t-shirts, other cool stuff. the they also are doing the they have the firewalls too now they're doing their gear and i'm like um i think i set that up so do i get a piece like what are we doing here and they they all pretend they couldn't hear me and walked away so
1: a little commission cut here what yeah a little, i mean a little for yeah, the yeah. effort
0: a you know, finder's fee something what are we talking about here sense. you know
1: but. Uh, a pat a pat weekend in the capital region we had a sporting event that stole the show from everybody all the bro show bucky death rivers is good levesque is still recovering before we talk about the other big event and guess what our visual side gets a little clue here uh, let's talk about our friends over at mohawk honda levesque you and i are back this thursday november 17th live from mohawk honda from 4 to 5 30 your chance at the end of 2022 to get a new vehicle whatever it might be maybe it's the pilot the passport you're looking for a new ride 2023s are on the way, and you get a great price for them. And we've been telling you throughout the entire year, and it's still not over yet. They want to buy your vehicle. Shout out to Scott Moynihan. Shout out to Cam McKenna, Brian McKenna, Greg Johnson. Ten years, Greg Johnson is celebrating Mohawk Honda. Oh, How man? It does not seem like that. Those guys are killing it over there. Now it's Have your chance. Have you ever talked to Greg Johnson? Have I? Feels yeah. like way longer if you talk to him. <laughs> We are back November 17th. Maybe an adjustment coming for our December show. I'm to put a little tease out there. I got, I got some The ideas they're cooking up here in Gazi Bear's brain about Every what Every show is going
0: to be topless starting in December. Topless Levac and Gazi, everyone. Here we go. That's, That's what not, you've all been waiting for. Only at it's restaurants. It's going to be
1: great. Mohawk, people. Honda. They're excited. Hopefully, they'll still continue to go out of their way to please you. Like,
0: subscribe, rate, review. Topless and guys. Let it go. Have about it. Have some fun.
1: It's what we've needed. Also, by the way, uh, if you're trying to watch on our Facebook site, can we get Elon Musk to take over for Zuckerberg? It is a complete mess it's on the Facebook side. Allegedly working right
0: so. now over at and right. Firewater Facebook page. Allegedly is working right now. I, I don't
1: believe I, I think Elon Musk is up to no good. But uh the Albany Cup Levac is back after years of waiting. How about you, Albany? Gets up 16 points in this game blows the lead a 29 to six run was the reported run i'm sure the number is even bigger than that because sienna walks off the court with a 13 point victory 75 to 62 over again over 10,000 people in attendance for the game cool stuff with coach carmen his team getting the big old cup trophy they did the water bottle celebration in the locker room i know neely for you albany got hurt one of their best players jackson stormo was dealing with an injury uh, Andrew Playtech looks like that Doug e, the, the the Doug kid from St. Peter's with the mustache with his tongue hanging out after every play. It was awesome, great atmosphere. Albany Cup. You and I were a little, I, maybe more so me than you, concerned about was the wait too long? Are people still into it? Is this the perfect weekend? Lock it in. John Dargenio, <clears throat> Mark Benson. My biggest. If you care what I have to say, make this every single second Saturday in November. The Albany Cup. Good job from everybody across the board, except that weird thing that was at half court. God, that white square looked terrible. Everything else was great, (laughs) except that weird ass white square.
0: I think that's that's what happens when you're going for a neutral court. Yeah, a truly neutral court. Sometimes you end up with a weird ass white square. Um, Yeah, no, a a total total success. And I think you kind of like you can see like over nine thousand people at the MVP Arena, which is great. It's awesome to see that. Hoping. Hoping we'll see that again during Empire season, um, I I kind of feel like the way the game played out speaks to where the two programs are. Like Carm has his guys; he's you know he's able to withstand a barrage, a sixteen point deficit, and then and get his guys to calmly come back and take the game away. Um, you know, Coach Killings is is still at this you know foundation building part of his franchise. You know, his his program is is a better word where, you know, you get geeked up and you blow a 16 point lead. So it, I think I think you're right. If this is happening every year and if they want to do it the second, you know, Saturday or, or, or whatever, however they want to do it. Great. Keep doing it because it's fun to see these two programs use each other as kind
1: of a barometer. Yeah, that's it. Like. I think the biggest, and nothing, I was going to say, nothing to blame for CNN and UAlbany. Wrong. You, you're both to blame that this went away for a while, but you fixed it. The problem is there. If you want this to continue to build, and you don't want egos to get in the way, and maybe UAlbany feels like they should have won and CNFL. felt, look, I'm sure there's behind-the-scenes stuff, and you and I hinted at this earlier in the week. That's just how this goes with rivalries and anything else. Keep it as consistent as possible. You know, we led the show today talking about an event. The Bro Show became an event. Bucky Dent, an event. Right. Big Cut. It is the number one, I will say this until they bury me in dirt or ice, or if I go Austin Power style. The best thing you can do in sports is make it an event. Like, that's what's happened now. The SEC was the king of this. Like You know when Florida and Georgia are playing, it's the final Saturday in October, the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. You knew what a lot of these rivalry games were happening. Uh, Syracuse and Georgetown, I guess, for a Central New York example, now always plays the second Saturday in December. So oh, lock this in, make it the second Saturday in November forever because when you start getting into Thanksgiving in December, the students are gone. Really cool turnout. People were into it. I know Robert Lee was on the call for the ESPN3 side. He said it was the loudest he had heard the MVP arena in over 10 years. And I think he's alluding to the fact that's the last time Siena got to the tournament at like 2019 with Ronald Moore and everything. So if somebody who's been covering the team for 15 plus years says, that's how loud it got in there. Yeah. Shout yeah. out to Capital Region Sports for making that happen. Yeah,
0: I, I, um again, that's a place like, it's weird to get like competitive over it because obviously I host events there and I want I always want my events to be the biggest ones. But it's also good to see the, that kind of thing happen again so um just guys keep that in mind uh season tickets available uh, albany empire yeah
1: and get out of here with the two buttons deep nonsense one more time the river rats number one on that list and the valley cats stop it i saw mike cordon get involved in the comments don't think yeah, I, 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 I saw mike getting i saw mike tossing his hat in there good for him there's two championships in two seasons with you and mike rightfully so that should yep. be higher on their list good for them getting the credit but whatever the two
0: buttons deep is i mean like can we just let me just call it what they are? They're nerds. Like, and not the good nerd, not the blue mountain state nerd who does your homework for you. They're the nerd who's pissy at the world because they're a nerd. Two left feet, can't dribble a basketball, short little fucking lawn gnome named Bradigan running around. Like that's I mean, they're nerds. That's what they are. So of course they're like, uh, we think it's the river rats. Why do you think it's the river rats? Because someone said river rats and we don't know anything. Like that's, that's what
1: happened. So, you know, the Empire's the answer. By the way, they've got two championships in two years, three championships the last three years. The Empire's the answer for the hometown team. Thomas Rhett was the wearing only, a certain jersey. Yeah, there's only the there's answer. only
0: one other team that would even be in the conversation. That's the Valley Cats. Ooh, that's the only other team that would be in the conversation. I and they, Like they they don't play at the arena, but they've been around forever. Baseball's always got that hometown feel. So those would be the two that that are up
1: for that. I would I would say this I would say this about the Valley Cats. If we were doing the list in 2017, I would give it to the Valley Cats. They still have the Major League Baseball affiliate. The Astros are on the build up, you had more stars. I would if I had to rank it quick, just top 2. I would go Albany Empire Siena Basketball just because Siena Basketball Ooh. has had more of a tradition and they've had chances at the NCAA tournament. Again, 2017, I know Hooli hits the shot in 2015. So, again, that where I stopped it right there. I think the Valley Cats are going to be tough without that Major League Baseball affiliate. That's tough. That's
0: tough. <laughs> yeah, but, but I mean, half these idiots are rooting for a freaking hockey team that doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> at least, at least the Valley Cats are still here. And I don't know. Like, I think those kind of things only matter to, like, guys like us, sports nerds. You know, mm-hmm. like, you know, I call other people nerds, but we're nerds, too. Everybody always says, oh, you know what? Until the NAL gets more teams, I don't know. I don't know if they'll be able to make it. The first year of the Empire in the AFL, there were four teams. Four, everybody, four. Yeah, everybody played each other three times, four times. Something like that. you've seen. You, we saw Baltimore play here like three times, four times. So it's like, the house was packed, and people were having a blast. People ultimately will go do the fun thing. If the fun thing is a Valley Cats game, like it's always been, people will go. Um, if the fun thing is an Empire game like it's always been, people will go. If it's the fun thing is a River Rats game, oh, wait, they don't exist. People won't go.
1: And for the season overall for Albany basketball and Siena basketball, Albany's expectations are so low because of the transfers and the coaching staff. And you and I have done this for years with Albany hoops. It's a one-bid league. So even if you get in as like a sixth seed and he shocks people in the first – it is a one-bid league. So if you can figure out what to do in March, you're going to be okay. But I think they're going to be struggling a little bit. Just this is the world of college basketball, and especially at mid-majors in 2022, 2023. So they got a little bit higher of a way to go for Siena basketball. It goes all the way back. And I know I've been doing this for three years now, but it's the truth for this program: it goes back to COVID. Like they were the best team in the Mac in 2020. COVID shut it down. 2021, they were the best team in the Mac. And Rick Patino and Iona. Clipped them in the MAC tournament. They should have won last year when they went to Atlantic City. They were arguably the best team for three years in a row. They just could not get by in the MAC tournament. The only positive, I know it's, I'm really stretching for this positive here. The only positive is that St. Peter's' run puts way more eyes on the MAC. So there's a chance that, like, if, uh, like, Playtech has a great year, maybe he gets a little bit more national recognition. Hey, people are looking at the MAC because of St. Right. Peter's, who could be the next Saint? See- that's the one positive I take away from it is that they've been consistently good, disappointing in March, but maybe some more eyes are on the conference because of this.
0: Yeah, I mean I I, don't, I guess everyone would have to do their own their own top 5 hometown teams. You know what the weirdest thing is? The probably the most popular and and just attended and everything else isn't really like a team but it almost is and it's Saratoga racecourse. Like like you you go to ten people on the street and ask them, all right, it's Saturday night. You can go to uh, Empire Game, uh Sienna game, you can do it, boom, boom boom, or you go to, you go to the track. You can throw in the river rats. You can go to the river rats, they don't exist, but you can go to them. people like seven out of ten are gonna go to the track. Yeah, so it's it's a weird, it's a weird, it's a weird market for sports. Like you would think the U Albany football would have started to really dig their claws and everything. Uh, obviously, you're right. Santa basketball is a monster. But, like, with the Valley Cats, have done the amount of guys playing in the pros right now who played at the Joe. And then, of course, you know, this little old team, Albany Empire, three championships. Just put it out there. Still exists. Unlike a hockey team that drew three people. <clears throat>
1: you mentioned you already football. Let's talk about the great things in an interesting college football center as you live out the Kermit the Frog meme on our visual side, sipping, <laughs> sipping the tea. I'm uh
0: this is I, I tried this. I'm not I don't think I love it. It's G Fuel It's G in Fuel. honor of the boys, the show. Oh, look it's at that compound V.
1: Soon <coughs> to be a sponsor show. for Levac and Gaz. It's got like, it's like a coconut
0: to it, which I think is good for you, but I don't it's not what I wanted to taste at the moment.
1: Did I you know Lily and David did you know Lily and David Fine Jewelers' Black Friday deals coming up this year? What? The World Cup is coming up later on as well. If you want some holidays, some events, plan your day around that. Buy the holiday gift for her, whatever it might be. The necklace, the earring, the ring, whatever fits her style and her fashion. And more, Lily and David Fine Jewelers will help you find it. I know from experience. The engagement ring, the wedding man, the holiday gifts, all from the past have been bought from Lily and David Fine Jewelers. Shout out to Alyssa. Shout out to David and everybody over there. Uh, we bumped into a, a great staff. I, think, I believe her name was Tina. Shout out to Tina. Oh God, no. man, I miss her name. It was definitely Tina. Shout out to her. She was at the hideaway last week. She I said, have no I always miss you. Left. I always miss you at the hideaway, oh, guys. I, like, I see you at the hideaway, but I miss you at Lillian David Fine Jewelers. She was so excited. Oh my God, that me. was
0: the, actually, I remember the transaction um, as you are sitting there struggling to remember who the hell she is and she's letting you sweat. And then smiles and go. We never actually met. I just know
1: of you. Yes, I. And I it. was like,
0: "Girl, you are my favorite." That was hysterical.
1: <laughs> what's the movie Inside Out, where like you can see people's brains and what's right. going on with different emotions? Right. I wish somebody right. could have right. hopped right. in my brain and like watched all the names that were running through. Like, all right, guys, who is this? Who is this? Who is this? You've never met. Ding, 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 ding. The sweat slowly like went back into my armpits <laughs> from there. Anyways, literally the inside
0: of your brain being like a ten-year-old Syracuse's fans' bedroom. <laughs> like a beanbag chair, like mellow posters everywhere. It's just like in the corner. It's just Jerry McNamara draining threes.
1: That's what the, so, I think that's the inside of your brain. So you've been in my parents' house, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's Lily and David fine jewelers. I did get married. I have kids now. I got out of that bedroom. It's route 50. The shops of Wilton stop in tell me, you heard about the story from the vacuum guys and ask, you know what? I'll leave that joke to myself. Just stop it and ask about jewelry and life. Guys, <laughs> don't ask about my bedroom that's weird go ahead go don't ahead. ask alyssa yeah they were talking about Gaza's bedroom am I right <laughs> that's weird can we have a gaz's bedroom collage
0: listen if if that does happen just just let let our fabulous friend Alyssa know the thoughts I had that I didn't verbalize far darker far weirder <laughs> and out of that's respect true. to her and the lovely team at Lily didn't find jewelers I kept the demons in for a little while <laughs> You,
1: you you mentioned you all need football let's give them the love to start off a college football Saturday. A walk-off winner. A walk-off victory for the Great Danes. Man, how many Saturdays of the season have we come on and been like you all needs this one. You all need something to go in their favor finally. Walk-off finish. Yeah. Uh I heard Roger and MJ on the call on that one. A little <laughs> choppy because they got too excited, but that's okay. You get a walk-off victory. And hope you guys can do whatever you want, but a great win for coach Catuso and his squad. Getting that one at home in the in the senior day finale for the Great Danes. This it had the
0: same vibe as the um the field goal kick that just hit the crossbar and like skidded over against was it, Stony Brook a couple years back yeah. that was on Sports Center. <clears throat> it had that feel to it, and but the the plus to this is there is a game left after this one, so we can see how this momentum carries. Because I think if <clears throat> I think if if I'm right about this, the momentum carries and they play a really good game next week. Um, sadly it's on the road, if I'm not mistaken, but uh good to see. And I would love to see the season end on an uptick for these guys, and of course, Coach Gattuso. But um much needed win. String another one together, and 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 here we go. We could we could finally start to see that momentum carry into the offseason, carry it back into the regular season. And they said what this is the first time I think they were oh and seven against Maine like a 7 game losing streak against Maine they finally broke that so that's big but uh good good win fun win and like i said I hope the mudman carries in next week
1: Maine went deep just a few years ago into the NCAA tournament. They're in Elite Eight. I think they had a, a play away from the Final Four. So the Black Bears up north have been having a really good football program the last couple of years. I know they went viral. Uh, you know who actually this is? This is Tyson McHatton, who is Brittany McHatton, formerly Brittany Devane CBS6. They went viral with that guy with the 69 jersey who had a like shirt up to here that acted uh. like he was posing for the Heisman. Yeah, that's what Maine football might have been known. I don't think, don't, actually, don't Google that. Don't type in 69 Did you football play. I don't even know. As, no, I did not vote. For <laughs> I I mean, always, the no thing I like the most about been... the
0: Maine Black Bears is that their logo looks a lot like the Firewolves. Um, I think that's just
1: cool. <laughs> I feel like there's a, that in Stony Brook. I feel like there's some inside jokes there behind the scenes that people don't know. <laughs> Anyways. It's like, uh, like the,
0: the Jack Nicholson meme. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I just go really big. Yeah, if you're not watching, I'm
1: looking as creepy as humanly possible right now. <clears throat> <clears throat> I know this never will happen in college football. It will never. And this this is the first take I thought about thinking about U Albany football today. It would be nice if U Albany football would get the benefit of like college baseball conferences and college basketball conferences. And we just mentioned this a few minutes ago. If they got a conference tournament to decide the CAA champion. Because they've been so close in so many games that their record, you could flip it either way. You know, they could be five and four or three and seven or whatever it is. If they got these teams a second chance, right, they'd be like a seven. We just did this with you all when you basketball, They'd be like a seven seed. They beat one team in overtime, one team on a game in the field. And they'd be a win away from playing for the conference set on the NCAA tournament. But that would be a true example of a team that if they got another shot at these teams, Coach Katusa on staff would say, here's how we beat them in the second half. College football, unfortunately, doesn't work like that. And that's right. why the regular season is so much fun and so important. But that's like my vibe about that. You all are a great things. team. I don't know what that means for the administration. I don't know what that means for the fan base. But I think it's a really fair take of, man, if they got these guys a second time later in the season, maybe we'd have a whole different record for the great things.
0: And again, I just I think it's important to get that momentum back that they lost during all the crap, you know, like and, and now I think they can do that. I think this is all. You got to give it time to build and I know it feels like it's been a long time but you got like there's so many things that have stunned the growth of this program that no one could have predicted. So with yeah, I'm I'm hoping that I'm hopeful that this is the sign of things to come.
1: Syracuse football destroyed by Florida State. 24-3 yeah. at halftime, 38-3 the final on senior day out in the JMA Wireless Dome. Look I caught myself there. Mhm. Formerly the Carrier dumb Carmelo Anthony in attendance for the game. This is supposed to be a game where maybe Syracuse swings the momentum back after the struggling the past three games. Garrett Schrader, their quarterback under center. Sean Tucker starts off with 10 carries and 90 yards. It all looks orange. They got their ass kicked. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's here's how I'd sum up this game. So about like the kickoff was a little delayed. So on the ACC network, they were showing like the scouting reports, you know, like the, the highlights of Jordan Travis, their quarterback, and how Florida State could win. And E.J. Manuel. Is doing like the film breakdown and they show one play where the Florida State opposite side guard and tackle pull and they just blow I think it's Louisville the game was and they just blow it up for like a 20 yard carry and I thought oh my god Syracuse is done don't 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 show them this play they will dominate and sure enough like the fourth play of the game they run the exact play they showed in the pregame I was like yeah this is gonna be a quick game Florida State bigger stronger uh, my orange had basically what wrapped up a seat in the pinstripe bowl of back. Let's you go! Ready? You ready for Iowa Syracuse? Oh, not a fun game actually. Seven, seven six final in the Bronx.
0: I wonder what the pinstripe Syracuse hat's going to look like. I'm to have to think about it.
1: Okay, so, well. it's going to be like Carmelo's half Mets, half Yankee, disgusting hat he wore yesterday. That's what it's going to look like.
0: I I would love if they did like the the true Yankee colors, so the dark blue with the white. And they just do the Syracuse S's and the white on the front. Ooh. I would actually own that hat if they made that hat.
1: That's a little old school, mid-2000s uh, Syracuse. Okay, all right. Yeah, you know I me. I'm that. old school. That's what yeah. I am. A little Eric Diefenorf. Yeah, the orange is uh, – that's basically it. But like, well, you can get the blue bowl with bowl the orange S. I don't yeah. want that. I don't oh, yeah. want
0: that. I don't want to represent you and your loves. I want like something different for me.
1: To, su- to sum up how bad the Syracuse game was, my buddies who go to the game season ticket holders – uh, they didn't make it into the game. They said, "You know what? We might be in trouble today. We're just going to tailgate and never go into the game." So that might sum up some of the Syracuse. Either you left in the third quarter, or you stuck it out for Senior Day, or you got too excited for an eight o'clock kickoff and never made it inside.
0: Four tackles with a sack for uh, Jared Verse, the U Albany transfer over to Florida State. So, how many sacks would Verse have this year if he was on the? If he was on the Great Danes. Forty-five.
1: <laughs> i was gonna say double digits and i was like wait a yeah. second is he gonna say triple digits <laughs> was, it, he's gonna be a top 15 pick back top really? 15 is that is that real do we think that's real yes
0: and i don't i can't I, thought, if, I, I was gonna say day one but i wasn't gonna say top
1: that's awesome good for him i can't remember if you and i had this conversation recording on the air or off the air but now it made more sense of why verse went from top 15 pick in these mock drafts again he's got the combine and everything else to go right. that could change a lot of things too what happened now, I did not realize he came into UAlbany as a defensive end at 215 pounds. Right, right. Like for, for, for perspective here, like Union, RPI, the D3 schools here locally, they I would be stunned if they've ever brought in, in the last couple of recruiting classes, a kid at 215 pounds to play D in a D3. UAlbany brought him in at FCS high level. They probably said, we'll figure out a spot for him, not realizing COVID would hit, and he'd find a gym and put on 40 pounds.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, you gotta think about it too, right? Like, that's Catuso's wheelhouse. He's a defensive coach, a defensive line guy, you know? So it, maybe he saw. I haven't had this conversation with him. Like, I, a lot of our conversations about verse it, have always been like just what a great person he is. Um, but like maybe it's something maybe where he saw him where you know he shows up at 222 instead of 215 when he gets there, and they're like, ah. Eh. That corner movies got there that could be interesting like you know hey you know not for nothing you put on a couple lbs we could uh we could be onto something you could be you could be rushing passer and you know maybe we put you like outside linebacker and just let you get after it and then sh- slowly but surely here he is now where he's going to be a top 15 pick in the draft that's amazing crazy man that, that counts as a w for the great danes program right like even though you're not having the greatest year with three and seven right now hopefully in the year four and seven you're, you're this is a win it's fine so you're you're five and seven because of verse right you count that as a as a w for the team this year
1: you know i thought about <clears throat> i thought about this goes you know this goes way back to this goes back to like cremo at villanova and demetrius demetrius nichols my goodness uh, david nichols at that's a former syracuse guy david nichols at florida state would you would coach brown say it's a win i feel like it'd be better if he got drafted out of U Albany but I guess it can speak to the credit of we know how to recruit. If you got yeah. to talk yeah, well, to, you and know develop to find talent.
0: And develop. Develop's huge, man. Because yeah. I mean, how many guys get to college, forget why they're there, do less or, or think they've arrived, do less work? You know, there's, a, there's something to be said for having a guy come in at 215 as a corner and developing him into a defensive lineman that, the Florida states of the world want. And then not only that, when he gets there, he's a game changer.
1: You albany, one more game left. RPI and Union had the shoes game yesterday. RPI wins 23 to 13. Cortica jug Ithaca rolls, but forty thousand plus fans in attendance for a division three football game at Yankee Stadium. So Ithaca's gonna Man. enter. The NCAA tournament undefeated Liberty League champs. Don't tell our guy Matt Woods that they won the Liberty League over our beloved statesman. But he was at the game. Court. Oh, he was? Yeah. Nice. He was with him and a bunch Good of his stuff. family
0: members went to the game. That's why he wasn't at the bro show yesterday. He's going to be there today.
1: Nice. I'm sure he had an awesome time, man. Uh, <laughs> We didn't find if out. We haven't talked. I haven't, Hopefully I haven't, heard, I haven't heard
0: anything yet. <laughs> if I did, I don't remember it. So. Uh,
1: and Then from the FBS side, Georgia wins, even though the funny Mike Leach has tested him. Ohio State wins. As a Michigan fan, I'm sure you're ready to say that CJ Stroud and Ohio State randomly kept him in the game when they're up 30 points. to run-up stats will just—I'll say it for you instead. Uh, Michigan rolls over Nebraska. Tennessee wins. Oregon decides to go for it on their own 35-yard line, and it blows the game for them. In TCU, a seven and a half point dog to Texas on the road is the number four team undefeated in the country. Doesn't matter. Those horny frogs stay horny. 17 to 10. Anything jump out to you from the FBS top 25 weekend in college?
0: Yeah, I noticed I noticed you had omitted a name and I'm assuming there's a reason for it. You didn't say Blake Corum's name. You didn't say the man who totaled to the rock 28 times for 162 yards a touchdown on the ground, one catch for four. You didn't you didn't mention Blake Corum is that leads me to believe that you uh, you plan on mentioning Blake Corum when you vote for the Heisman and right the wrong of robbing the the Blue and maze a year ago. Oh, he should win the Heisman and then not voting for him. I assume you're going to vote for Blake Corum now. I assume Blake Corum is your Heisman pick.
1: And I, I will say this about Mr. Corum because I can address him. He's a very hard player to ignore. How about we say that? He's very good. He's got bigger games on the way, though. He's got very important games. Uh, I would say your Wolverines and the Buckeyes are making sure certain people like myself are taking notice of those two players. He's a very good player, that right. Blake Corum. Is That's about what you to get out of name. me. Just
0: say his name. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Say his name.
1: Uh, I want to get to the Tommy Gross question before I get myself in trouble since they haven't emailed me this month yet. Uh, Tom Gross, do you see multiple teams from the SEC getting into the college football playoff as things are starting to fall apart? I don't think
0: so this two year, one. right?
1: Uh, look, Tennessee's in a spot now that they're likely going to finish their season with one loss to Georgia. Oregon was going to be in that same spot, but Oregon lost to Washington. Alabama's got two losses. They almost lost Old Miss. LSU's got two losses. I don't know who it would be. So it would be Tennessee, Georgia, and Bama?
0: I, I guess yeah. I guess what you're looking at is somehow if LSU – could LSU and Georgia somehow be in? Because you figure one of the Big Ten schools is going to fall out. So let's say Michigan beats Ohio State. Ohio State will be out. So now the other four, if TCU continues to do what they're – could you have – Georgia Michigan LSU TCU
1: all right so let's play this game okay so that's that's possible I know last week I think Corey asked a similar question but a lot of things have changed since then let's play this game okay let's say Georgia goes undefeated we'll just lock Georgia in for the sake of this conversation and like you just pointed out Ohio State or Michigan one of those two teams is going to lose in that matchup but one of those other teams will advance to the Big Ten title game and For those sickos like you and I that want to see chaos, you're getting that on the other side of the division where right now it is a five-way tie for the Big Ten West with two weeks to play. That's right, a five-way tie. And someone's already figured out all the scenarios of what can happen of who Ohio State or Michigan would likely play in the Big Ten title game. So for a reminder, what's going to be tough is that, let's just say, oh, Michigan wins, right? Let's say Michigan plays, I don't know, Minnesota in the Big Ten title game. And they lost to Minnesota the Minnesota loss would be worse than the Ohio state loss, but Ohio state would have lost to Michigan. That's where it really gets tricky. Right. But we'll just say for Tommy Grass's conversation, we'll say Georgia and a big 10 team gets in. Right. Well, if if TCU goes undefeated, they're getting in. Right. So there you go. So you and got a LSU, big Ten would
0: have, LSU would have lost the third game, which put them out. So, I, but what if LSU beats Georgia in the championship game in a close game?
1: So if LSU beats Georgia, I think Tennessee's getting in because Tennessee beat LSU by 28 points earlier this year.
0: Yeah, but Tennessee and, lost recently, which always screws everybody up.
1: So would you take a one loss SEC team over a two loss SEC team with more impressive wins head to head? I Again, it goes back to what we talked about when we previewed Tennessee and Georgia that somehow losing that game could benefit you in the long run. If that's the scenario that played out, I would say it'd be Georgia, no particular order. Georgia, Tennessee, Big Ten undefeated champion. And if TCU finishes undefeated, now a lot of that could change though. Like TCU could get bumped. They got, they're going to get a Big 12 title game coming up. Right. Um, yeah, that could happen. Ohio State and Michigan, you got to avoid a trap game for those teams at some point. But I'm I'm is it weird that I'm more looking for Oh by the way the Pac-12. I'm like writing off USC and UCLA. They play each other coming up in 2 weeks and they get a Pac-12 title game. So the the Pac-12 championship if TCU goes down USC and UCLA are not out quite yet.
0: There's still yeah, there's a lot there's a lot left to be decided. There's yeah. a lot less left. And and everybody loves Oregon right now cuz of Bo Nix. So it's it's crazy. It's a good time. Speaking of good times. Seattle clawing their way back into the uh the germany bowl over no,
1: here no 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 get them out of there <laughs> get it get seattle out i think the, the the clock needs to stop the germany people are messing up the clock just run just run the clock out with under four minutes to go with the ball yeah at the it's time of against, this uh, you know. brady
0: threw his first interception in 399 pass attempts second most consecutive pass attempts without an interception in nfl history i think behind Rodgers or something or active players or some nonsense
1: I tweeted out earlier that if the Buccaneers are going to play like this all the time, keep the whole team in Germany. Do not let them leave. Our guy Andre, it's been a while. <laughs> Shout out to Andre and Schenectady. He wrote, Absolutely. This is the best game Tampa's played in over a year.
0: Defense is out of control. It looks, awesome. it looks like, looks like uh, friggin'
1: Derek Brooks is running around out there. Great stuff from Tampa. They've been struggling, really. Even though it's a weird way to say it, they've been struggling all season. And I say that while they're playing as a first-place team in this game. And if they win this game, they got a nice yeah, lead in place. first place.
0: First place, four and five, your first freaking place.
1: At the NFC South. I'll go. And I, I know it's game one in Germany. Maybe it's recency bias. Really fast. That crowd is awesome. Like they get it. There's reports coming out from front office sports that they had over. 700,000 people wanted tickets to the game. (laughs) They had 3 million people who put in bids, and they capped it at 67,000. I don't know if the NFL leaked that report for money, and if you did, hell of a business move right there by the (laughs) NFL, jacking up those Euro prices, but the crowd's super into it. It is loud on the NFL Network broadcast.
0: Actually, uh, not great, but toting the rock a little bit too, like between Fournette and White, 129 yards right now on the ground.
1: So, who, who would all right? Let's play this game. Seattle's potential playoff team. I know we did this last week with who's more likely to be in the playoffs, the Jets yeah. or the Seahawks. Who's more likely to win a game in the postseason if they're both there, Seahawks or Buccaneers? Uh, see, the problem is the Buccaneers
0: would so they would get, the, if the season ended today, they would get the highest ranked wild card. Is that?
1: yep so they would get potentially the cowboys uh no you're not being the cowboys that doesn't sound sound good out loud no i think that's where that's where the problem comes in i don't know if if you're beating those two teams if you give the eagles the nfc east it'd be one of those two teams that you'd likely face off yeah possibly the the niners but here's the thing let's say we let's say we do the cowboys right Let's yeah. say the Cowboys get the Bucks in that. Let's say the Seahawks, if we believe they could win the West, they're likely getting the other one. And then the yeah. Niners are somewhere in that mix, too, with the uh, NFC. Oh, God, that gets really we messy there. All, we Minnesota's all know that Todd Bowles
0: is not out coaching the great Mike McCarthy. So that might be the worst coach playoff game ever. <laughs>
1: I'll take Tampa, not just because I'm wearing the long sleeve shirt right now in some strange sweatpants that I guess is, are popular now. It's like the ankle sweatpants. I, they are very comfortable. I wish I could give them a read so I could get some free versions of this. But uh, the, uh, the, yeah. whole, the whole cow version
0: of you just had a baby. Corbin oh, Green.
1: yeah. Corey sent it to me.
0: Congrat- c- Congratulations to Moo Ghazi having a baby a little while back. We, I don't call <clears throat> Little Ghazi.
1: I'd like to, again, Corey, for bigger, the cow to she's, be named.
0: She's bigger than you now.
1: Carmelo Anthony. The cow, For the new baby? Mm-hmm. Please. Tampa's <laughs> the answer by... Carmuel. Carmuel. That's right. Tampa's the answer because they have Tom Brady. The end. Uh, I will take Tom Brady in the postseason over Geno Smith.
0: Uh Geno Smith has the highest... Going into today's game, Geno Smith currently has the highest completion percentage in the NFL. What? <laughs> Going into today's game, Geno Smith leads the NFL in completion percentage. <laughs> Let that rattle around your cranium real quick. Oh, my God god now i gotta go back and make sure i'm right on that because i said it very right. very confidently and i'm I almost know.
1: positive no i think you're right i think there's a qbr up there whatever that stat means for people a top five as well for geno smith all right let's get into our picks let's do it week 10 nfl majors <coughs> promo code 518 we've got some awesome promotions coming up for thanksgiving week that's a nice little tease for you i got the script for our thanksgiving week promotion let me tell you you got to make sure you get ready this month download Promo code 518. Share it with your friends, your uncles, your aunts, everybody you're going to be watching Thanksgiving action with so you guys can all win some cash. You can promo code 518. Last week, Levac posted a 6 and 6 record. Yeah. Keeps that record above 500 halfway through the NFL year. It's 64, 61, and 1. That means if you've been taking Levac's picks, you are cashing tickets and making money this yeah. season. Yeah, man, no, you're, you're, you're breaking even if you're lucky. <laughs> If you're cashing with me, that means you haven't, because I'm now 17 games below 500, even though I posted a 7-5, a 7-5 and 0. I don't know why I tossed the tie in there. A 7-5 and 5 record last week. However, I've gone 6-2 the past two weeks combined with my locks. So, Wow. That, number
0: four. I don't even know how my locks did last week. How were they? 1-3. Oh, yeah. That's, that's good. That's really good. Three. I had a bad week. I'm going to tell you that right now. Had a bad week. So, what I did is I gave myself a liquid lobotomy yesterday. So, I'm ready now. <laughs> All Fresh right, well, brain cells
1: to work with. Well, get those brain cells working as we start off with Jags Chiefs. The Jacksonville Jaguars taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. The Kansas City Chiefs are at home. They are a nine and a half point favorite. The over under this game is 51 and a half. Uh, this is one of
0: those games where the number would make you lean Jags, but I feel like the Chiefs are that kind of team that is, they like making statements. So I can see them looking over to, you know, a Doug Peterson-led team and, and going, you guys think you're on the rise? Let me just remind you what the pecking order is in the AFC. I'll take the Chiefs, I'll lay the number. I love the over in this game, though.
1: Yeah, that 51-and-a-half is a high number for Trevor Lawrence, Travis Etienne. You've had him since the preseason, tearing up. He's been so good this season, especially in this, I guess I call it the second quarter of the season. I know the trap game term, I never like it when it comes to pro sports. There's just athletes of higher caliber that are not going to get tripped up by a game. This feels trappy, though, doesn't it? You know, you came off a big primetime game against Tennessee. You almost got clipped in that one. You had a bye week earlier. Division-wise, it really doesn't have a huge impact. We've talked to athletes before that call the division games double games because of tiebreakers. Kansas City wins, but this smells like a backdoor cover all day, like up by 16, and Jacksonville gets an elite touchdown. I will take Jacksonville with the points. I will take Kansas City to win, but that's a backdoor, stay-away-from game for me. Cleveland Browns take on the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins are a three-point favorite at home. Over/under forty-nine and a half in this one down in South Florida.
0: I like I like Cleveland in this game. I I just I think they're going to get after Tua. Uh, last week we gave you the stat, or I gave you the stat that Tua has never the Dolphins never lost a game that Tua has started and finished. I think today is the day that happens. I think he gets slapped around a little bit. I think that Cleveland gets this game done.
1: Cleveland, you good? Miami, you, you good? good? I don't, Dolphins, I've asked you that like four or five times this season. I'm still trying to figure it out. I know you're aggressive in everything else, but there are times, even though he's played good, above good. Jacoby Brissett, I wonder how many times Watson could have helped them win a game. Like, would Cleveland be more talked about as a playoff team with Deshaun Watson? I feel like the easy answer is yes, but the offense has been more about Nick Chubb this season anyways. This is going to be the best game in the one o'clock window. Now thinking about this more and more. I love this is a Scott Hanson yell and scream, jump back and forth game. Miami has found ways to win in the fourth quarter more than Cleveland has this season. This is a two uh, big performance second half. Mike McDaniel, if it wasn't for Pete Carroll, I think he should be talking about more for coach of the year. Miami gets it done, continues that path towards the postseason down in Florida. By the way, if you're looking for the Jets, Bills, and Giants. We save Why the New York team for the end, and the Jets are in a bye week. Go ahead. Why are you wet? Are you talking to me? or are you? Okay, there you go. I just put up the drafting spots over here. I'm like, I was sweating a little bit. Uh, Broncos, is soaked. Broncos and Listen, He loves it. Titans are a two-point favorite at home, over under
0: 39.5. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm just like <laughs> – very soaking words. jumped in my lap. I don't know weapon. what the, I don't know how to, I don't know how to get back on that one. You
1: recover. What was, the, uh, what was the, what was 39 the 39 and a half? 39 and a half is the over under. It is the Titans and it is the Broncos. The game is in Tennessee and the Titans are a two point favorite.
0: Uh, give me a lock on this one. Uh, this is the, like, this is uh, Dave Chappelle brought back like the haters last night on SNL. Oh, I can't
1: wait to watch that. Oh. Yeah.
0: And he does it in an interesting way. I won't even ruin it for you how he does it. It's freaking great. Um, this is the LeVac hate bowl. Like I hate both these teams. They both let me down all the time. They were both overrated. Somehow Tennessee became underrated. I think Denver wins this game outright. I'll lock it in Denver plus two on this game. I think Denver had plenty of time to, you know, Russ is healthy. He's been doing, you know, deadlifts on a taxi cab and, and he's going to he, you know, push-ups in an Uber. He's on his way in. It's going to be big. Give, give me Denver's a lock.
1: Ooh, the Broncos. And I believe they're off a of bye week as well here. So this is a great test for Nathaniel Hackett to find out buddy. what type of coach. Buddy. Buddy Hackett. Mike Vrabel went viral with his hug with Ben Jones. He played through the injury last week. If it's coach versus coach, I would take the spread at like 13 and a half for Mike Vrabel. Even the performance they had against Kansas City last week. In like a cage fight? Oh, Rabels, that's a Ronda Rousey you know, yeah. or prime, prime, you know, under a minute yeah. finish in that. Like minus 895
0: finish in the first round, unless Buddy Hackett starts telling jokes.
1: I, I like Tennessee, but this is my fourth lock. So if I did like my power locks of the four, this would be the fourth of four under 39 and a half. Because if they're going to win this game, they're going to pound the rock with Derrick Henry. They're not going to force Tannehill or Malik Willis, whoever decides to get the reps in this one to do it. And Denver's offense has been that bad this season that I don't know how they're going to get to 20-plus. So one of my four locks is the under in this game, under 39-and-a-half. Well, you, uh, you might be correct, but Denver's going to win this game. Lions, Bears, oh, my. Oh, God, that was so bad oh I wish I had the stupid buzzer right there. Bears, three-point favorites at home, over under 48-and-a-half.
0: Oh, man. The, the, there's a lot of ugly, ugly games. Um, this is a game where I... I want to take Detroit so bad. Um, you know, I'm just going to take Detroit. I'm going to take Detroit. I think the Bears have found something. They're uh, they're letting uh Justin and Mrs. Fields cook cookies. They're letting, they're letting, they're letting Mr. Fields bake. Is that what can I can I can I make yeah, that so thing? That. that's good. Mr. Fields is is being allowed to bake now. Uh but I just I Detroit just I I feel like Detroit believes in the team believes in the coaching staff even if they're losers. So give me Detroit.
1: This feels like a push. I'm ready to already type in our tie <laughs> for like next week's picks. This is a classic push game. This instead is instead of like
0: instead of a final buzzer, it's actually just a toilet flushing at the end of the right. game. <laughs>
1: is it can DraftKings give us a push? Can we get like just bet three? I know that's not a thing. I think just give you me can a hook do, on both sides, and find the middle. I think, middle? I think thing? you
0: can do an alternative line or something where you can bet a push. I think some games I think they make it available be awesome
1: that's what this is I will take the Bears just because Justin Fields has been so good statistically and, and and they're at home and Detroit's defense one of my favorite quotes of the NFL season if they were just bad they'd have a winning record they're beyond bad <laughs> all right we'll get out of that nonsense of the NFC North or Chris Berman used to call it the NFC the North, North division Saints Steelers Steelers a one-point favorite at home over under 39 and a half I'll toss the stat I just saw on Twitter uh, I've seen some places, I won't give the credit to this because they're not draft games. some have called this the most bet-on game of the day involving Pittsburgh, a lot of public money on Sunday going on Pittsburgh. So, I don't know if which, that means anything for you.
0: Which would make me take the Saints typically, but we all know why the public money is on Pittsburgh. We all know that they've got a return of wattage. And when you've got wattage, you go going to win. T.J. Watt makes us a different team. Give me the Steelers is another lock. That's the hate, 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 hate. It's hating them. I hate the Steelers. But uh, T.J. Watt brings that energy. This team plays well today. Give me the Steelers. I'm I'm going with the public, which is never what I do, but I'm doing it this one. Give me the Steelers.
1: I just can't find a reason to pick New Orleans. I thought New Orleans was going to keep it closer on Monday night. They didn't. You wonder about the New Orleans coaching staff, too, if you go, like, go through the history of the last 15 to 20 years. Sean Payton was that big of a difference. Like, from the history of the Saints franchise, what a beast Sean Payton was. I get Andy Dalton's the quarterback. Not Jan- There's a lot of issues in New Orleans. Sorry to our guy Mack at the Hideaway. I also like Pittsburgh, and I get to take you at the same thing I feel sometimes about public money. If it gets over, like, 75%, I found out my number. If it's ever that high, which is this game, according to sources, is not that high, but just a leader too many reasons to take pit at home in this one I will lean towards the Steelers as well it should be a really good game we are already into the 4 oclock window because by the way games- the
0: key thing to watch with that is if it's 75% of the bets are going one way but the money the line moves the the opposite direction that's when you follow the line that's when you fade the public every time because that means somebody 75% of the people are betting Pittsburgh but the line keeps showing that like the 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 money is going against them you follow the money because that means two or three whales are out there just dropping
1: cash
0: on the other direction.
1: 405 this is the only 405 standalone. The other one's going to be 425. It's your Raiders at home. Four and a half, four. a half. Four. It's now down to four mm. for your Raiders against the Colts. Over under 41 in this game. I have to
0: take my Raiders um, contractually obligated. But I do. I do think this should be a loser leaves lose town match. Um, I think the loser uh, should have to fire their entire coaching staff at the end of the game, or be forced to be relegated to the NAL. Um, I don't. Oh, no. I just I've never been more disappointed in the Raiders than I am right now, and we've had players kill people. This is the worst team because oh. they're so freaking talented and they play so shitty. Like they'll play and they'll play like two quarters, three quarters of amazing football, and then all of a sudden they just. Like just ridiculous, but Jeff Saturday tweeted out how horrible the Raiders were right before he took the job. Uh, Jeff Saturday is, like the number one surprise entrant into the Royal Rumble ever. Um, <laughs> so I, I'm gonna take the Raiders. I've heard everybody's coming to me all week. Your Raiders are gonna win. It's gonna be great. You're so it's a lock. I'm like, eh, yeah. oh So, but no, I'm gonna take the Raiders. But I don't, I don't love it.
1: I need some dork out there. We've talked a lot about nerds today. I need yes. a nerd to explain to me why this line moved from six and a half. Your Raiders were six and a half when we talked on Tuesday. And I said, hey, keep an eye on this line. Two and a half point swing to a bad Colts team with a guy who's never coached the NFL before. This is a classic example of if you got the Colts at seven and a half earlier this week, you deserve it. God bless you. You're smart. Wonderful. I hated it four. I don't like any of this anymore. I liked it at six and a half. I liked it at seven. I liked it at seven. I don't like four. Uh, I'm already invested in six. Oh, God. We, okay, here's what I'm going to do. Yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to take middle. your Raiders at four. Okay. Now, I would have liked it at six or six and a half for the Colts. That sounds like a hedge on our picks, but that's the honest truth of it. There's way too much people getting on the Colts just because they want to be contrarian. You could shoot a middle air. the middle
0: bet. You could have bet the Colts plus seven. And now take the Raiders minus four and hope for it to be a five or six point game.
1: Yeah. I kind of want it. I will take your Raiders. All right. Your math well, just confused. It. I'm sure your math was perfect, but how you, you said know, it confused me. I felt like Kevin Hart and the 40 year old virgin. You use a lot of big terms. so I feel so like you if, insulted if you
0: get the Raiders minus four now, earlier in the week, you would bet the Colts plus seven and a half. Yeah. If the Raiders win by five or six, you win both bets.
1: That's From right. I like that. There we go. So that's exactly what middle. I said. The middle. That's right. Exactly yeah. what I said. I'll take the Raiders.
0: You know I had I, I, I freaking drank my own body
1: weight in Miller Lights last night, and you can't fucking keep up. That's no, 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 That's no, no. You just explained <laughs> it different. My Jordan would love that conversation. I'm actually going to take this 90-second cut and send it to work because her and I have had many conversations <laughs> using money and math the way you explained it. Somehow I don't. It doesn't cowboys and packers is what matters. Okay. We don't need to talk about like life. Three and a half point dogs are the Packers at home in this one. Uh, the over-under is at 44 and a half. What do you like in this one? Packers and Cowboys.
0: Give me the boys. I think um I think Dak's gonna start playing like Dak finally. I think you're gonna you're gonna see the Cowboys start to get together. Uh this is Mike McCarthy's return. He's playing Green Bay. So like him and Aaron Rodgers have been sending love letters to each other, I guess, and everything. But uh, I just, I refuse to believe in in Green Bay anymore. I don't think that team believes in Rodgers, so I don't either.
1: You know, that Colts game, by the way, was going to be one of my locks, and now it's not one of my locks because I don't like the number anymore. (laughs) This is one of my locks. I like the Packers at plus three and a half in this one because this line stinks out loud to me. I cannot believe it's three and a half. They find a way to do it. Green Bay is the team. They are awful. There's no way they're going to lose six games in a row. They can't be that bad. Are they? Are they that bad? I just
0: don't think they really believe in Rodgers. When your best player on the field is yelling at people and nobody likes him,
1: Dallas is Dallas is way better. I think the line stinks. I will take the Packers. That is one of my locks of the week. I gotta find a fourth one now that I'm off on the Colts. Uh Cardinals and Rams, three point favorite at home. LA against Arizona, over under 38 and a half.
0: Talk about a game that in the beginning of the season, like before, like when the schedule came out, everybody's circling is like an amazing game. And now you're looking at it going. Wow, oh, the Rams are beat to shit. Hopkins and Murray are fighting on the sideline. This is like this is a dysfunctional game to say the least. I I just I I feel like the Rams are just are just better coached, and uh, and and will find a way to get this done, even though they have damn near no one left. So give me the give me the give me the fight in Sean McVay's.
1: I can't keep picking both these teams. That was my thought going into the game. I'm like, they're playing each other. You have to pick one now. You're stuck. You've done terrible. I'm going through the list. I'm pretty sure the answer is your team you've done the best with this season has been the Jags. And the team you've done the worst with is the Raiders. My team, the worst I've done is the Buccaneers. And somewhere real close is the Cardinals and Rams. They're real close on there of how bad I've been with these teams. God, they're so awful. Uh, I will take Arizona for the fact that DeAndre Hopkins is the best player on the field. I know 0-2 is Kyler Murray's record since Call of Duty came out. I don't care. <laughs> I will take Arizona again just because Hopkins can take over this game and play really well. All right, the two. Prime Think about this. Games, I got a yeah.
0: free Modern Warfare with my PlayStation Five when I finally found it, and I gave it to my daughter's boyfriend, and this guy has blown his NFL career in that game. So, just saying.
1: <laughs> The two primetime games go tonight. Two West Coast teams, the Chargers from Los Angeles, the 49ers from San Francisco. The Niners are a seven and a half point favorite at home, over under 45.5. According to reports, Debo Samuel will be in the lineup for San Francisco tonight.
0: I like the Chargers in this one. Chargers plus the points. I feel pretty good about it. I think this is, um, I think they can ugly it up and keep it close. I think there's, you know, obviously there's a coaching discrepancy here but I, I, like the, I like the Chargers plus the points. As a matter of fact, I'll go ahead and uh, I'll make that a lock.
1: Ooh, a lock. I'm going to go against you here. I like the Niners because I'm sick and tired of wagering money on the Chargers. They should be banned as a franchise. I mean, the Falcons, they played each other last week. It's more about 7.5 and, and more about Debo. I feel like this 49er team is a little further off than they realized in Germany time. And if Tampa can hold on here and hang on to the win, and they did. Shout out to the Buccaneers coming away with that victory. San Francisco is going to position themselves far better than any other team in the West to win the division. They need this one. I will take the 49ers in that matchup. And the Monday night game is the Commanders and the Eagles. The undefeated Eagles, 11-point favorites, 43 and a half in the city of brotherly love on Monday night football. Boy, uh,
0: can we can we flex this game? You want it out? It? Yeah, can we flex it out on Monday night? Um, I I guess I'll take. I'll uh, I'll take the Eagles. I I don't you know I know that Heineke is a as a madman when it comes to covers and blah, blah but uh, they're just they're, the Commanders are not a good team. The Eagles are good. I think they're trying. I think they're trying to make a statement. I think for the first time, I believe a coach like Sirianni when he says, "Well, we're not we're not really focused on going undefeated. We're, we're focused on winning this week," but like he kind of acknowledges it's there in a weird way too. So I kind of believe in this dude now. Um, so yeah, I think they'll try to make a statement and just and just demoralize Washington in the process.
1: This feels so much like the Bills-Packers game from a few weeks ago, where I can see Buffalo dominating but not covering at the end. I can see Philadelphia dominating Washington in a Heineke touchdown late covers. It's either Washington or pass for me, and I can't do passes on our wager segment, yeah. so I will do Washington even though I feel as if Philadelphia will dominate that game. There's way better bets in the spread. Like you play first half Philly, uh, you play Moneyline Philly, even though they're minus 600. But yeah, it's it's Washington to cover, Philly to dominate most of the game. Let's get to the New York teams, the Houston Texans travel to the empire state to take on the new york giants the giants are a 5 point favorite at home over under 41 and a half in this game
0: giants win texans cover i just i think the the spread scares me a little bit and this is it, it's it's a very important game for giants fans this is your chance to see bounce back bye week table what's he look like that that's that's what it's all about for me but um i just i think the texans will do just enough to keep it close
1: Because that Colts Raiders game moved so much and I backed off, that was going to be one of my locks for the week. I'm going not one, but two locks, two locks in this Giants-Texans game. I like the under is my favorite play of any NFL play today. 41 and a half. I don't know how the hell Houston's going to get there. And even though the Giants have been really good this season, I know Dayball's coming off a bye. Isn't the offense still about Saquon Barkley? Don't you still want to limit possessions? I love the under in Texans-Giants. 41 and a half. Again, that's the under on that. And I'm taking the Giants with the points. This was another game that floated around seven, six and a half. That's gone down throughout the week. But one more time. This is like the fifth time I've said in the wager segment already this week. Brian Dable. You get him off a buy. You got to think he draws up better plays. You got to think he's got some type of scouting report that can just let out beat Houston. I get it, LeVac. Like that five number is an awkward, weird where are we getting a safety for a push? How the hell we <laughs> I will take the Giants just because they're better, and I know I'm sure that's another public money play that everyone's thinking the same thing about New York, that you should back off and take Houston. I'm going to go down in flames with the Giants today. We'll find out. And the other one, I uh, figured out a lot of action on a line. 48 hours ago, this was a three-and-a-half point game, but now it's up to six-and-a-half, and that's with Buffalo favored over the Minnesota Vikings in a one-o'clock window game. 46 is the over under, the reason that's changed. We're about a half hour away. Reports are speculating Josh Allen will get the start for Buffalo in this one. How do you feel this one out? Two things first off,
0: I hope that you go back and watch this cuz the places where your face freezes and you and you're making like is freaking phenomenal. <laughs> um I this is a tough one for me because I like both these teams. I like both these teams before the season started. Um if I'm the Bills, I want to shorten this game. If, even if Allen plays, I want to take my time. I want to eat clock. I don't want them to have anything. Like I, I just don't want, I don't want to, I don't want to get cute. I don't want to run up the score. I just want to get this done. I think I want to take oh, man. I'm going to take Minnesota with the points. I don't like it though. I like Buffalo,
1: but I'm going to take Minnesota with the points. This feels like a safe play. You know, like I, the old term in football is punt safe. You're not going to yeah. return the punt. You're not going to block the punt. You're just going right. to like watch the ball fly over your head. Yep. That's exactly Hopefully it goes how to
0: the end zone, get the ball in the 20.
1: And... 100%. I went through. I'm somehow the Buffalo Bills are the best team for and against this season for me on picks. I can't believe how well I've picked the Bills this year. I also taking the Vikings and what I'm describing just like you a safe play. If Allen comes off the field, I know Minnesota's seven and one, eight and one, and they all play backup quarterbacks and everything. Minnesota seems like the right side of this one. Too much weird going on in that one. All right. You got your four locks for me here.
0: I do indeed, my friend. Um, I'm going to go ahead and put that uh, Kansas City, Jacksonville game over as, as my fourth lock. So over 51 and a half, Kansas City, Jacksonville. Uh, I just I think it's a big number, but I think they'll hit it. Denver plus two. I'm, I'm all I'm all about the dogs. Denver plus two, Steelers plus one, Chargers plus seven and a half. Who let the dogs out? Me, 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 me.
1: I got the – I'll do it from my favorite to least favorite. Favorite play, Giants under with the Texans 41 and a half. Giants second favorite play. Look at that. The Giants can top two plays this week. Five points against the Texans. The under and Broncos, Titans at 39 and a half. And I audibled, I got off the Colts and I'm going with oh the Packers. Yeah, some Packers. Hot Packers enough. plus three and a half. I felt less confident. Actually, during this, I had the Packers up at two, and hearing your explanation about Green Bay has bumped me down to four, but there's still a lot. <laughs> they're still alive. Last week, you convinced me the Bucks, and it worked, but talking it out with you bumped them down at the yeah, Packers.
0: That was my only win the whole freaking weekend, <laughs> I think. Uh. All right, yeah. you and
1: I are back Tuesday at ten. We
0: got to do Q and A. We got a, a bunch of
1: questions here. I'm sorry about that. Uh, Ryan McCarthy wrote, <laughs> "The Jets are favored in their bye week for the first time since 20." Do not steal LeVac's joke. That is that has been okay. Tom Gross for Q and A, Mister Lion King LeVac, who is with that team down south. And guys, what are your thoughts on the new hey. minority owners of the Albany Empire? Can we talk about that? Is that yeah? yeah
0: it's been announced. Okay. It's been it's um, Presley's out. Uh, Steve and Charlotte von Schiller now uh, are now minority owners of the Albany Empire um I, I love it because as a as a fan of the Empire as somebody you're gonna see a lot more around the empire than you thought you would this year um, the passion that that family has for this team is infectious and honestly Charlotte stepped in and helped out a little bit last year where, she got us invited to the junior play and Playman in flag football league and stuff like that and that was great you know because sometimes it's a matter of just not knowing the right person to get a hold of in some of these things um and she's just got hustle he Steve's a great guy uh th- their kid Brady is always around so uh and he's a good kid so it's a it's a good addition to the to the empire family and uh the team got a little stronger and my number one favorite reason for this is my best friend doesn't have to uh, do all the work himself now. He's got he's bringing in a, a group of owners that, that are like-minded, hungry, and want to do what's right for the community. So Mike Corda adding in the, the Von Schillers and and to be perfectly honest with you, there's I, I know that there's other potential people jumping in that will bring hopefully the exact same, you know, fire that Von Schillers will bring to this whole thing. So I think it's a really good move. And and I'm happy, I'm happy it happened.
1: You got people who love the team, who are passionate about it, and want to be successful. If that's what you get, and you know you get it from them, you've had more physical conversations and seen them more in person than I have. I've only had the one physical, hey, what's up, watch party. But I know they've always been a part of our pregame shows, which has been yeah. so cool. Uh, yeah, you get a passionate person who wants to help out the Albany Empire and wants to see successful. That's all you can ask for. And they're definitely that. So, Many hands guys. make that's light
0: really work. Cool. So, uh, Adam Schefter just reported that Josh Allen is starting. Ooh. so there you go there it is i like Ooh. it actually let me check and make sure it's the real adam Schefter and not adam Schefter. not yes the real yeah. adam Schefter. elon Musk. This, this paying for check marks thing has got to go oh my god that's got to like go
1: too much
0: that's got to go uh, the only good thing is now i'm glad i don't have one like it's the first time ever i'm glad i don't have a blue check mark like doesn't make a damn bit of difference anymore
1: someone i i'm at in 2023 i'll pay you know, I will. I've been dying. Oh no, blue. yeah, you will. I, this is yeah. so I wanted, you know, I should I'll say it now if you heard this part. I've said for years that if I ever get a blue check mark, this goes back to like 2012. I'm like, I'm gonna hit up a shanti and be like, hey, sup. <laughs> now, clearly that reference has died 10 years ago, <laughs> but I will still stick by 11 years later to do it sup to a shanti. Eleven years later. My son did not think that was a funny joke. He's like, he's like, I'm not gonna call her mom uh <laughs> i'm going back to facebook i don't know who wrote this comment but it's something you said earlier in the show and i just don't at this point feel like looking up who sent it in sorry i'm gonna say your name's jay though uh the Chappelle thing you mentioned some people have already mentioned it's one of the funniest saturday night lives before it aired because a lot of the writers boycotted the episode because of the stuff with netflix and the transgender joke so yeah. a lot of the writers that are usually on staff for snl didn't want to be a part of it and people are like oh so one of the greatest comedians of all time gets to write a show. Oh no, please! Saturday Night Live, don't do that. It's that good. Does it live up it's, to the hype of maybe one of the best Saturday Night Lives in a decade plus?
0: He does an amazing sixteen-minute monologue to start the entire episode. So they do a cold open, which is funny, and then he does he does stand up for about sixteen minutes to start it, and then there's the, the, he brings back the haters. Uh, there's a lot. There's a lot of good. It, it's. I, I didn't watch it all at once. Like I've been watching it clip at a time and I just keep going to find another clip i am I w I'm, I'm ready to watch weekend update. I haven't seen that yet, but I didn't know about the boycott stuff. The worst part about all that is anybody who's actually ever taken the time to hear his side of the transgender stories and still hates him for it is an asshole. Cause it's just one of those, it's one of those things. Like when you hear him speak passionately about his friend, he lost who happened to be transgender. It's it, you, it's one of those ones where people get offended for other people piss me off. Like, like don't don't get offended for me. I'll I'll get offended for me. I got it.
1: I'm, I'm good. There's so many things, I don't know how far back it goes, five years, three years that some people will get pissed off and be like, oh, like I'll just use Ellen as another example. Like, man, I can't believe Ellen did that. Be like, what did Ellen right. do? Oh, I don't remember actually. Shit. Right, right. Oh, what did so and so do that people aren't? Um, honestly I don't even remember there are things that people got canceled for that you don't even actually remember what they got canceled for you just know that's you exactly right
0: in a land of, of common of, uh, sense yeah in a land of redemption we're supposed to just hate people forever especially for shit we don't even know what they did so but hey, listen Chappelle's hysterical I, I, and one of my other favorite comics is Shane Gillis and the, I like to think of there's a part where they do it. Holy crap! Look That's out! Free. Careful! draw gun, knock it off. Um, he doesn't like Dave Chappelle. He he's very upset. Um, as he said, as someone who no longer has his testicles, he's pissed off. Um, he uh, they do it like they have a Trump character who's pretty good. The guy who calls in his Trump and does stuff. I'm like, this should be Shane Gillis. Like, if Shane, how much better is this show right now if Shane Gillis is Trump?
1: But Whatever. that's the best trump i've ever heard is oh shane yeah gillis and oh, i know God, there's yeah. like i know it was more popular in like 2016 and 2020 i never heard the shane gillis trump until i saw it yet. it is the best yeah, it's great it's the best. <laughs> i didn't want to touch it all right i'm gonna yeah. see you tuesday techies
0: i guess we'll see oh we'll and then we'll be day
1: live at mohawk honda this thursday where our weekend show will get bumped up a little bit
0: and then don't forget polar plunge saturday lake george Ooh, Make your donation. that's right over. Go to my Facebook page. uh, You'll find a link there. Make a donation. Get in the water yourself. It's going to be a great time. Can't wait for it. Uh, Really, really looking forward to to hanging out. Now, the time of this original stream and taping, the Spartans, the powerlifting team from the Special Olympics, is over at uh, Mohawk, I believe Chevy. I think they're at Mohawk Chevrolet today, Uh, getting ready to be shipped off and go compete. So, uh, all the cool things. Do all the things. That's my advice for you is go donate to my Polar Plunge page so I feel like I did something even though you're the one who really did it. And then I'll get my big butt in the water next uh, next Saturday. Um, that's the advice. Bye, everybody. Peace out.